Good day, good evening, good morning, whenever you're listening to this. Welcome to another episode of High on Horror. I can't say it like Miles had. Yeah. I'm your host today, Josh. My co-hosts, Miles and Chris, could not be here with me because of personal reasons. But that is all right because we have very special guests. Special guest month keeps on uh, rolling. He was supposed to be here anyways, so taking their place is our amazing podcast friend, the the host of so many shows I can't list them, so I'll let him list them all himself, Mr. Red Fox. What up, Tombstoners? Tried not to take Mackie's intro there. (laughs) It's your boy Red Fox, host of Night Living Podcast, Ghost of Red Fox over on the Super Slash Bros Podcast, where we talk all that spooky shit, and one of the head beer drinkers, over at the Drunken Gamers podcast, and I'm not going to add all their twitters because you'll already know who you already know who we are. Come on now, get out of here. Stop being bashful about it. But I'm also here because I done dug up the grave of both Miles and Chris, and I'm going to be both of them during this episode. Hell yes! I'll let you know when I'm turning into each of their characters. He's chiseled new names into their tombstones. One says Red, the other says Fox, and it's me. I'm too big to be held by one grave. You're going to have to bury me in pieces. That's how I do so many shows. And and on top of all the shows he does, he guest hosts on quite a few shows as well all the time. Yeah, I've literally been on, man. Like, I've been on like four different podcasts this week. <laughs> I had to delay my episode until tomorrow because I just don't have time to upload it. But yeah, I'm here. Yes, you are. I'm so happy. Welcome to the show. You're a big fan of the show, too. I am absolutely a huge fan of High on Horror. Uh, they'll never tell you, but you know, I was the first person to listen. I was listener number one. Yeah, first download, Mr. Yeah, Red I was, Fox. I, I was the guy on the YouTube saying first, like as if that fucking matters anymore. <laughs> I was texting them first. Like, what does that mean? It doesn't matter. <laughs> But today, Red has brought us the 2008 disaster piece, M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening. M. Night Shyamalama, baby. <laughs> one of, critically and commercially, one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> this movie and his follow-up, The Last Airbender, pretty much derailed his career for about 10 years. And then uh, <laughs> he had a little bit guys, of a resurgence. Yeah, he did a little resurgence, and he's kind of gone back down again after old. So we'll see if he keeps chugging them out. Let's but uh, before we get to the film, Red Fox, you got any spooky stuff to talk about? Oh, I got some spooky stuff to talk about for you, Josh. So I came here on High on Horror to get tombstone with my guy, Josh, talk some spooky shit. And I got to tell you, I just ordered from Spirit Halloween. All three of the collectible statues, ceramic statues for the killer clowns from outer space, they oh, light up. Yeah. Uh, it is, I used to have the one. I actually gave it away as a parting gift to somebody. So I had to reorder them, but I ordered all three. Shorty, Jumbo, and I forget the other one's name. I think Spike. I ordered them from Spirit Halloween. There's a Spirit Halloween that is opened up over near Wildwood, New Jersey. I am going there on Saturday. I am leaving my house early just to get there. I'm stopping on my way to vacation to go to Spirit Halloween <laughs> to buy shit, even though I just ordered shit. I've been on such a high on Killer Clowns Matter Space uh, over the last like two, three weeks. Uh, we actually 
uh, cheap plug here. We actually just did an episode for our Spooky Space Month over on Super Slash Bros. It's going to be in September uh, for Killer Clowns Matter Station kicking it off. We have our boy Josh coming through to talk about A Quiet Place, but it's going to be ASMR, and we're going to whisper it all to you. Yeah, everything's going to be quiet. We're doing the second one, too. We're doing both. (laughs) But I've been on a big high for Killer Clowns Matter Space, and it was dope because uh, I ordered the statues the same morning that we did the episode, and literally... Four hours before the episode, they announced a fucking video game for it. Yeah. So I'm officially on a killer clown's craze right now. It gives me hope that they must be gearing up to do the sequel. Because they had a sequel planned and then it it got scrapped when Disney bought Fox. But that doesn't mean it's scrapped forever. Yeah, I was just uh, I, we were just talking too during that episode about when me and Josh just did an episode for Super Slash Bros on sequels, and we were pitching about Killer Clown sequels. I was saying about doing it in first person and whatnot, and yep. it's great because they're bringing out a like we mentioned that. Then we did the episode. I ordered the fucking statues. The goddamn game got announced. All I need now is for Killer Clown to show up tonight and murder me, and my <laughs> life will be complete, literally, because I've been murdered by a clown. The game is by the people that made the Friday the 13th game, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, Devolver's doing it, dude. It's going to be so fucking good. Yeah. They're also doing a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear more about that. I've never seen anything after that trailer, but I, I tell you what, I like that all these horror properties are getting a uh, getting a, a, com- a comeback for it. I've been, I'm a huge horror gamer in general, um, which is also another spooky thing. I'm just going to go through some spooky shit here. Uh I've actually been playing through the entire Resident Evil series uh, from one. I'm doing one up to eight over at Night Living Podcast, a part of our player select series. And we're like live tweeting the game, playing through it. And when I tell you at this point, like I need to, if I don't die in a horror movie way, I'm going to be upset. Like, dude, if I die from like a fucking stroke, (laughs) I'm going to be so mad at myself. Like I need to get stabbed to death or like, Bitten by a zombie, nuclear fallout, home invasion. Something. I love how these are getting more and more like Terminator. The, yeah, <laughs> the Terminator. Like, dude, if I'm not getting shot by RoboCop on my deathbed, like, not even like that's the cause of death. Like, he shows up at my funeral and just shoots the body to make sure. <laughs> hey, I got to keep this motherfucker down. He keeps coming back. Dude, I will totally hire somebody to dress like RoboCop and hook squibs up to your dead body. <laughs> Please do, man. I just. It's all I want. At this point, I've been in so much spooky shit. Like, I got so much spooky shit lately. Like, all I keep thinking of is like, man, I wish I could die in some cool horror movie way. That's a grotesque fucking thing to think about. Yeah. Like, I've, real shit, I'm like, damn. His season will really die tonight if they take me out. We're, We're at the beginning of spooky season. It's coming. Oh, man. And I'm fucking feeling it full force. Josh, what have you been doing? Spooky. Yesterday, before I watched this awful movie, I I was a (laughs) no thank. (laughs) Uh, I watched the Hammer classic horror of Dracula. Are you familiar with Hammer Uh, films? Yes, I am. They were like Universal's competition, basically. Yep. For horror movies, yeah. They also made Dracula movies. movies. Yeah, but it's but this was really good. I mean, for a movie that came out in 1958. It's uh, starring the great Christopher Lee as Dracula. You might know him as Count Dooku from Star Wars or Soromon from Lord of the Rings. But back in the day, he was Dracula a lot. 
I mean, he was kind of Dracula as Count Dooku in the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's Dracula the white hair. But it also stars as uh, Van Helsing is Peter Cushing, who is <laughs> yeah. Gr- Grand Moth Tarkin from Star Wars. And he is fantastic. And, and so is Chris really. And for a movie that's that old, and then to think about not only the fact that, like, how are they making this back then? Which is what I think when I watch like the original like '30s Universal movies, like how did they make this? Like this yeah. is this is real movie movie magic. You don't have this a fucking computer. <laughs> but I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm like, there's scenes where you can tell they were the set they were on was so cold you can see their breath while they're talking, and it's like this is some real struggle here. Like they're fucking putting in the work. Actors are fucking pussies these days. But yeah, it was really cool. The music was really cool. It's it's exactly what you want it to be. It's just like uh, uh it's set in the eighteen hundreds, so it's all castles and shit like that. It's it's uh there's some stakings. Oh, I love a good staking. Uh, yeah, there's another way you could take me out, guys. If anyone here is trying to kill your boy Red Fox, I'm giving you a lot of good ideas, and I wouldn't be mad yeah. at you for it. And who's going to complain? He got to turn into a vampire first. <laughs> like, it's not a bad idea. I actually had a thing before in, uh, in, one, of, in one of my episodes when we were talking about uh, Castlevania. I was talking about how uh, the one chick, Lenore, I was like, I, I would turn into a vampire for her immediately. The, I would be <laughs> the biggest simp for this woman. I was like, and we were joking. We had to like, I didn't even edit it out. It's like three minutes of me and my, co- me and, uh, my guest Lou from Drunken Gamers just fucking pissing ourselves talking about like how i'd be the worst vampire like i'd be like freshly <laughs> turned walking down the railing and get hit with a splinter and explode yeah <laughs> like a fucking splinter would take me out as a vampire like i'd be the most i'd be the most dysfunctional vampire ever yeah it's becoming a vampire is the same as like hitting the lottery all you do is have anxiety that you're, you're something bad's gonna happen to you and you won't be able to enjoy this <laughs> yeah like dude Anything wood, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Ceramic only, please. Yeah. <laughs> Give me those plastic crosses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get hit me. Got to hit me with that. Uh, the good old plastic rosaries, the glow in the dark ones, <laughs> so I can see it coming. Uh, which, oh, actually, Josh, you mentioned about with the old movie, the actor's breath. Have you ever heard this shit from The Exorcist about? Uh, they were saying, like, the people filming The Exorcist were like, yeah, they had the room down to, like, negative 400 degrees. Like, no, <laughs> shut up. Shut your old ass up. First of all, why are you alive still? Two, <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> Fucking talk about sub-zero temperatures. Like, yeah, they locked us in the room, and we had to film for eight days straight. The room was negative 20. No. No, it wasn't. Shut up. Yeah, he put an ice cube in her mouth or something. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, first of all, the room was cold enough for you to see your breath, but it wasn't fucking negative 20. You would have died your old ass. You don't have enough blood in your body to heat to heat yourself to survive yeah. that. Shut up. It's your yeah. old ass. <laughs> all right, brother. You got any more spooky things? More spooky shit. Actually, yes, I do, and I'd like to show you this. All right. So I'm going to butcher the name here. This is one of my prize spooky figurines. I collect a lot of. Oh, yeah. Statues. I've seen that before. That's awesome. It is the. Uh, Kototsu Butsu collection of horror figures. Uh, they're horror statues. Um, they turn uh, your favorite horror movie 
villains, heroes, really, um, into just fucking the ultimate anime waifu. I have the Jason one, uh, but I actually, finally, it is shipped. I have the Michael Myers one coming to keep her company. Um, (laughs) So, you know, I'll be playing with them at some point in time, setting them up in their display in fun ways. But anyway, yeah, I have a, I have her, um, which also I've actually wanted to, and ever since I actually got her, um, I've wanted to do an episode on um, gender swapping the serial killers to see how it would work. Yeah. And I have the ultimate guests in mind, but I'm so afraid to ask them to do it because I don't want it to come off the wrong way, but they're the perfect people for it. (laughs) And like, it's such a struggle, but spooky wise is the horror of me having to ask this podcast to come on to talk about that with me this Halloween. But yeah, (laughs) other spooky shit. My bay here is uh, getting a friend and I wish I had all my NECA figures out because I have um, all of them, literally every Damn near everyone. I have like six different Jasons, four different oh, buddies. I got Michael Myers, Laurie, all of them. And then I have the old ones too that came out back in the early 2000s that are still inside of the uh, sleeves. So I'm a big action figure person. Oh, no shit. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, that's my spooky shit. Oh, uh, yeah. I got no other spooky stuff for that except for, you know, the happening that happened. You know, the M. Night Shyamalama. Well, Josh. Only thing spooky is how bad it was. Oh, you're not fucking wrong. I can't wait to talk about this fucking movie. All right, Josh, let's get it happening then. With the happening. (laughs) What's happening? Yeah, Red Fox. You're the guest. You you pick this shithole. You get to walk us through it. (laughs) All right, bet. So, guys, let me explain. And you do that at whatever pace you'd like. All right, so we're going to do this my style then which is uh we're gonna jump all around and talk about this fucking movie because yeah. here's the thing this movie doesn't make sense no matter what order you put it in okay no so let me you explain to you guys outru- you can't outrun the wind that's not you, a thing you <laughs> cannot outrun the wind that apparently the plants control it so here's the thing when they asked me to come on and join the tombstoners in the happening i was like tombstoners why not a movie about killer plants so we killed some plants to get ready for this, and here it goes. <laughs> this movie is an M. Night Shyamalama Lama film about plants that are releasing pheromones into the air to kill you. Now, it's M. Night Shyamalan, so of course, part of it takes place in Philly. Who's in Philly? Your boy Red Fox is in Philly. All right, so... Not only kill you, make you kill yourself. <laughs> and not just make you kill yourself, but in elaborate, fun ways. Good, wholesome fun for the whole family. So... It features Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel, who both were doing incredible things at the time and decided, you know what? I want to shoot my career in the foot for a few years. No yeah. problem. M. Night Shyamalan was like, yo, hold my beer. Which, speaking of which, there's my new beer. Was- yeah, this is right when Zoe Deschanel dyed her hair and grew it long and decided to take on the all shucks manager that she has held on to for the last 15 years. Yep, and then decided to drop it during this goddamn movie. Some of but the acting... Is, she was not at her full strength with it yet here because she is not landing a lot of this. No. Dude, so this movie is literally about plants that release a pheromone that starts calling, causing you to kill yourself in fun, elaborate ways. Now, 
There is so little explanation to this movie. Mark Wahlberg spends half this movie saying, what? Like, surprised that this shit is going on after he figured out that this shit is going on. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan said in a recent interview in, I believe, 2019, that this was supposed to be a tongue-in-cheek comedy. No, it wasn't. Shut up. Yeah, no, it isn't. It was never meant to be. M. Night Shyamalama, that's a goddamn plot. That's your own plot twist right there. Is that you actually think people thought this was a comedy. No, you thought this was going to be like, yo, I got some ill shit. Ready, plants? They're going to kill people. Bad. <laughs> it's not even filmed well. No, it's the not. The opening credits are like a fucking sci-fi original movie or something from 1992. And this was 2008. You had the technology and still found a way to make wind look shitty. Yeah. There's a scene in this movie where like the wind blows through the grass. And I was like thinking in my head, like, that's a fucking Windows Vista screensaver you just used. What the fuck was that? There were some parts where it was definitely like we tied an industrial fan to a crane. <laughs> oh <laughs> just my lowering God, yes. it towards the ground. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my God. This movie is fucking terrible. Uh, but I will say it is the uh I like to do this super slash bird. So this is the Godfather 2 of plant-based horror movies. You know yeah. why? Because I can't think of another plant-based horror movie. Little Shop of Horror. Children of the Corn. The corn is involved. <laughs> oh yeah. Never mind. My bad. This is no longer the this is no longer <laughs> the Godfather 2 of it. Children of the Corn. Blood Evil harvest. Dead when that tree does its thing to that woman. That's the real Godfather too, but that's for whole other Pornhub related reasons. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this movie, Mark Wahlberg, Zoe De Chanel, a bunch of characters that no one gives a shit about except for John Leguizamo, who for yeah. some reason is like, okay, I'm going to say this right here now. M. Night Shyamalan, for some reason, needed to focus on John Leguizamo's teeth. During, he made that the center of every shot involving that man. Well, and I'm like, I think John Leguizamo's face just kind of does this. Yeah oh, yeah, oh my God. Listen, he's distracting. Seeing him in the background, I'm like, he's the killer. The plants are the killer. No, he's the killer too. Fuck that. Look yeah. at him. They're large, they're snaggled, and they're discolored. Yeah, and like, and yo, and then like Shyamalan's like, don't listen to him. Just look at him. <laughs> like, of course I'm looking at him, motherfucker. Look at him. It's John Leguizamo. He also has very weird hair for John Leguizamo in this movie. He's he's weird in the movie. Like he so, just looks like he's sweaty all the time. <laughs> we're gonna jump around a lot in this movie because when I tell you this movie is one of those films where it's kind of like shit just happens and it's like every scene they're just kind of remembering that this shit is happening. I thought during my rewatch this time. That, like, amnesia was part of the effect. <laughs> and then I was like, I looked it up, and they were like, a lot of people thought that. Oh, no, that amnesia effect. was part of, like, the effect of the plants. And, like, the more you... Someone, like, did a whole diatribe about, like, oh, well, you know, the plants also caused them to kind of, like, have short-term memory loss. And I think that was a subplot in the movie. And I'm like, first of all, why are you defending this movie? What the fuck is wrong with you? You're the first person to plan to take out. <laughs> and then I looked at it. I'm like, oh, this Reddit post is like from 2010. 
why'd you watch it in 2010? And I'm like, it's 2022 and I'm watching the movie. So why am I watching? <laughs> it's just as weird if I respond all these years later, but I'll do that later. I know when Red Fox, I messaged him and told him he could pick any movie he wanted. And he immediately said that happened. I was like, I got a banger. And I said, are you sure? You know, you can pick a good movie. <laughs> And he held steadfast to his beliefs. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah. Listen, he said I could pick a good movie, so I picked a great movie no. to tear to shreds. <laughs> this movie's terrible, guys. I'm gonna tell you right from the gate. I do not recommend it. But please, 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 get nice and tombstoned and watch this, and then yeah. worry, worry that your plant will kill you. The only godsend of this film is that it's pretty much a crisp ninety minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's it's nice, clean, and not right to the point because Mark Wahlberg forgets the point every five minutes yeah. of this movie. Spends ninety minutes bewildered by everything. So, let's talk about some. All right. So, because we're gonna jump around a bit with this movie, and guys, we have to do this for this particular movie because what I mean, shit just happens, and they don't explain it. Well, Even also, they not a lot up. happens. The same things yes. just keep happening over and over again. So it's, it's not, just a, it's not a lot to talk about. Yeah. They go to a new location and then the wind blows. <laughs> exactly. They This movie goes wherever the wind blows, literally. <laughs> so, oh, this is fucking perfect. So, oh, I love this movie. God damn it. When, when I told no, Josh, that's Josh, the wrong word. <laughs> Josh sent me a picture of him of of his his TV watching the movie. I sent him a picture back of me holding the Blu-ray that has the one dollar <laughs> sign on it from a fucking thrift store that I bought it. And from. he gave himself demon eyes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm ready. The full on Snapchat. I put more work into that photo than M Night Shyamalan ever did to this movie. <laughs> yeah. So the movie is. Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel trying to make it to somewhere safe because the plants are killing people. And don't get me wrong, there are some, there are admittedly some fun parts of this movie. But then when yeah. you think of the plot, it's like, but why would they do that? So, yeah, I would like to start off one by just talking about some of the uh, the acting in this movie. Did you think Mark Wahlberg did any bit of a good job during this? No. No, I don't think there's a single scene where he was good in this movie. He it's starts not, off with a weird uh, science It's not feature. the type of movie he should be doing. You and know what it's, he's... It's, it's a two-parter bad, because it's not a movie he should be doing, and it's not a movie that would get any better if he replaced him either. <laughs> no, no. Like, you the casting isn't Jake the problem, Hall. even though he shouldn't be... He, Mark Wahlberg shouldn't be attempting. It's like when he did Planet of the Apes. It just doesn't fit. No. Like, it's... It's he said in an role, interview dude. about this movie, he was like, no one can complain about my acting in a movie because at least I didn't play a cop. What? What? <laughs> That's what you got out of this? At least you didn't play a cop? Like, at least I wasn't typecasted like I normally am. What was your yeah. type here? You were an idiot. You were a science teacher, my friend. Those kids <laughs> all are... That, first of all, everyone in that class right now is a convicted felon. All right. In that movie's universe. Well, most of them are dead, but still. What I mean, he spends every, like Josh said, this movie really does. It's hard to, you can't pick this movie apart scene by scene because it just goes. This movie will literally, they just travel from one place to another in obscure ways. 
trying to find out what is safe. And also finding out for the fourth time that the plants are killing people. <laughs> yeah. And then they're killing people by large groups. And then we find out they're killing people by medium groups. And then we find out they're killing people by small groups. So, and okay. then it just stops. And Mark Wahlberg's acting in this is terrible. Zoe de Chanel has this weird subplot where like this guy keeps calling her who she went out to get fucking uh she she went out to get uh like dessert fucking, with him yeah dessert tiramisu with him. or whatever yeah tara t- it was just tiramisu just once yeah, who That's the fuck it. talks like that and mark Wahlberg's <laughs> like what you did his response is what you lied to me and then just looks sad and keeps walking and doesn't say anything. It's like, your wife just told you she cheated on you, basically. What the fuck? Not just that, but listen, we're running for our lives. If if if, if my wife told me that while we're running from killer plants, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, she the says that. This is trying to kill us. She says that like somebody telling somebody, like, I've always loved you and I just need you to know because this could be the end. She's like, I had, I had dessert with another man behind your back and i lied to you if we all die i just needed you to know that before it happened and it's like why keep that shit this is the last time you would bring it up (laughs) keep that shit to yourself this guy calls her multiple times during the movie why is that he's the only one who seems to be able to like contact anyone because the whole movie they're like oh man i can't get in contact with anyone really because she can get in contact with the dude she cheated on you with no fucking problem yeah, where's the dude's just Let's calling to tell at. you that nowhere's <laughs> safe. So, okay, Zoe Deschanel as well does a terrible performance in this. Like, I thought for a second, like, is something wrong with her? Like, is her character supposed to like have something wrong with her? No, yeah, no, it's just the acting. She and doesn't I'm, like to express her emotions. Is her character trait? Like, and trust what the me, fuck is that? And she she nailed it. She nailed it. Yeah. Also, also, I'm sorry. Rewinding back to the Mark Wahlberg thing, when later in the movie he randomly turns to her and he's like, "Oh yeah, was one time I went to the pharmacy and I got cough syrup and it was a really cute girl, cute girl at the cashier, and I gave her my phone number for the rewards and I didn't even have a cough." And she's like, "Oh my god, really?" Yeah, and he's like, "I almost bought it too. I almost bought cough syrup I didn't need." Like. What the fuck are you talking about, Marky Mark? Yeah, and then she's like, are you joking? And he's like, yeah. And that was the scene. It was like, what the fuck? Yo, and that that? scene went on forever. Just like when they come up to that house and he goes, and Mark Wahlberg is sincerely trying to fucking convince the people on the other side of the door that they're they're all fine. He goes, look, look, we're all fine out here. Everybody's good. And then he starts singing for no reason. Oh my God. Oh, fucking crazy first of all if you come up to my door singing i forget what the fuck he sang first of all i'm gonna shoot you he's saying not like, right. still bl- still black waters yeah moon won't you keep on shining for me like i don't dude, know though if i don't know if i got the first words right neither did he so it's okay dude talking about other actors too john leguizamo in this movie so he's mark Wahlberg's friend who like randomly after so in the beginning of the movie they call all the teachers into the fucking into like all out of class yeah leave all the students <laughs> there's been a terrorist attack let's leave all the kids by themselves <laughs> yeah. 
and like no one's reacting to this at all either and then like this is the movie it looks like everyone... a fancy school too there's no phones in every room my fucking elementary school had phones in every room and it was a shithole and weirdly enough i don't know why i'm putting so much fucking detail into this film because m night Shyamalan sure as hell didn't there's two light switches that are literally on the other side of the doorway from each other because the vice principal walks in and mark Wahlberg's like oh no it's her kills the lights and she just turns the other light switch on <laughs> right next to him like what the fuck are you doing immediately so they, yeah, they that's pull your boss homeboy <laughs> Dude, they're talking about it being a possible terrorist attack this movie is the king of like finding ways to explain what's going on like everyone stops to explain it to regular people who they don't need to explain it they did this and then they all get on a train and it's john liquizamo and and all the more on the train he's got his wife's in new york they're going from philly out to somewhere they get stuck somewhere in fucking pa but like the train conductors all just stop and are all huddled up mark Wahlberg comes over he's like what's going on man you got to tell me something and they just like explained like we lost contact. This is the last stop. Yeah, and he goes with who? And he goes everyone. Mark and you're Wahlberg. Like, oh shit! It's taken on the whole country. And then it's like, no, it only took over the Northeast. Dude, and then <laughs> like, Mark Wahlberg walks over to to John Leguizamo and, and, and fucking Zoe Deschanel. It's like, it's like, what do you say? They didn't say anything. Really? He just told you lost contact with everyone. That's crucial information, <laughs> Mark. Fucking tell them that. Dude, yeah, he goes, they're not telling me nothing. And it's like, they just told you everything. <laughs> and not just that. There's a whole bundle of fucking conductors standing there. And you're the only person. Yeah, how many conductors over. do you have on one train? There's like yeah, cause It's one train. Dude, it's fucking, it's, it's absolutely, honestly, it's, it's fucking, it's wild. It's fucking wild. This movie. <laughs> so, I want to talk about John Leguizamo here. Talk about shitting on actors. I got to shit on John Leguizamo. First of all, <laughs> they all are in a diner looking at the fucking TV who's explaining about, like, oh, it's only happening in the Northeast. One person's like, listen, I heard it's not happening 90 miles away. In what direction, <laughs> you fucking ch- dickhead? They all jump in their cars immediately and leave <laughs> off of that one piece of information. And Mark Wahlberg's like walking up to people's cars, like, "Hey, you got it? Do you got room? No? Okay, see ya." Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you have room for four people? <laughs> dude, oh my god, do you have room for four? And then like, also, Child Leguizamo already got a ride with someone. Gets out the car, he's like, "Hold on, I can't leave them." Okay. Abandoning his own daughter. Like with Mark Wahlberg. Any, anybody who has kids, the couples have like an a, agreement. Like if anything goes bad, you go with the kids. Like you go with he, the he would kid. stay with your daughter. You wouldn't go find your wife. You have a responsibility. You <laughs> Do, would, drop her off on strangers. <laughs> not just first of all, you drop them off with Mark Wahlberg of all fucking people. Yeah. Zoe De Chanel, who both right there, one <laughs> Couldn't even get Zoe a Chanel, who looks like she's about to start writing on the walls with crayons. <laughs> oh my, yes. Oh, and then let's not forget the botanist who they met. Yeah, that guy's creepy as fuck. First, and had this weird obsession with hot dogs. He's like, hey, we're going to stock up on hot dogs. Here we go. Yeah, you like hot dogs? 
like hot dogs? First of all, you ask me that, the plants are the least of your worries, my friend. Okay? I'm your fucking worry. You ask me about hot dogs right now? Like, a whole diner of fucking people just took off. You're asking me if we're going to stock up on hot dogs. And then they yeah, go back to his greenhouse. First of all, just look, at, just look at him. He's the killer. Fuck that. He's the killer, <laughs> yeah. even though I know it's the plants. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like Tim Robbins in World of the Worlds. I thought he was going to be batshit crazy. So did so did I. It hurt me. That, and but then they're like... Also, you're, we have a scientist already. We don't need a botanist to tell us that it's the plants doing it. Our main character is a fucking scientist. <laughs> Josh, also, the fact that they're like, it's the plants. They know this. Guys, let's go to my greenhouse. Yeah, it seems like a good say, idea. I need to say goodbye to my plants and pack a few things. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta fucking, I gotta say goodbye to my plants, the things that are killing us. Oh, also, do you, you guys want hot dogs? They're packed with protein. They're fun shaped. First of all, the fact that you referred to a hot dog as a fun shape during this situation in general, you have to die. One of us has to die because we both can't be. His on wife this was all for it. He's a lucky man. Yeah, like, oh my god, dude. And John Leguizamo just leaves his daughter with them. I'm gonna go find her. I'll find you guys. Yeah, and then in a smaller group of people, because we later find out that the the size of your group matters, he's in a smaller group of people and gets affected by the plants and they all kill themselves. Okay, but let me but ask the you botanist this. and Mark Wahlberg are in a group of five, not four, and they don't get killed. It is the smallest slit in yeah. the fucking window. And they kill they kill themselves. I'll tell you what though, I seen this movie in theaters when it first came out. That scene fucked with me. Yeah, that scene was pretty effective. Like, that, that death scene with the car crash was pretty effective. Didn't need to see that. I would have rather no. seen them all kill each other in fun ways. Like the beginning intro scene. Where, which, and also, the way they, they kill each other, we'll talk about kills in a second, but it's fucking wild. So Yeah, actually, a lot of the not... kills are, like, kind of edited out, but some are right up in your face, and it's, uh, self-harm is always a hard thing to watch. Yeah, especially the way John Leguizamo went out, because I'm like, yeah, you've made someone rip their arm off by a lion, yeah, and this is how so you bad. decide to do, <laughs> so let's, okay, well, let's, let's segue that into the fucking kills. I forgot about that, I forgot about that. This movie opens up with fucking people throwing themselves off a fucking bridge or off of the, the construction site. Yep. And when I'm stabbing I mean, themselves in the neck with a needle. Oh, Ooh. dude, that was rough. Yep, that was rough. Those, those things in your hair, those chopsticks aren't that sharp. Dude, no. And like the first of all, the fact that the plants make you get so creative with your with your own self murder is wild. Like and also the way M Night Shyamalan. Homeboy like, lays down up. in front of a lawnmower. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Let's just talk about that. So, first of all, one that lawnmower. I and I've looked at a YouTube video of someone who took the time out to explain this. That specific lawnmower has many safety features to stop that from happening. So, yeah. not just that, but like realistically, that was your plan. He's gonna fucking. Like, I would have pissed myself if he would have just, like, was, like, let the lawnmower go. Like, still was on it, got affected by the plants, and was just, like, 
<laughs> like dove off right in front of it. He you know what would make down. this this video this movie better is that if everyone affected started killing one another. Yes. Yes, that would have been happening. Like, cause I, I kept ex- for some reason I kept expecting that to happen too. Like when the guy, like the cop, pulls out his gun, he just shoots himself, and then somebody else picks up the gun and shoots themselves, and then somebody else picks it up and shoots himself. Which conveniently like I, he. Was I expected the-, the cop to just start shooting everybody. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Uh, so talking about that scene too, where in the beginning where the cop shoots himself. Conveniently, he walks forward enough to shoot himself for the next person to see the gun, to pick the gun up, to shoot himself, to, to like, and it was like the gun always had to be in eyesight of somebody. Well, what's less believable in that scene is that we're in bumper to bumper traffic. There's a cop directing traffic, and he looks at the car right next to him and just goes, Well, it's real weird, ain't it, Tim? And the guy behind the wheel goes, Yeah, Fred, it is weird. And it's like, How the fuck do you two know each other? <laughs> Well, that's like the one dude who died. They're like, is that Billy? He's 50 <laughs> feet away. Don't fucking tell me you know who Billy is. And uh, I'm sorry, so Miles isn't here, so I would just like to say the uh, boob report. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel is just a gorgeous human being, and I absolutely love her. Yeah, that's all she brings to this movie, really, is, is being adorable. And that that you know what? Perfect. I'm with it. There's your boob report. Miles, I sorry I couldn't there's no nudity in this movie. I'm sorry, brother. But speaking back to the kills, the lion shit was wild. Yeah. Why? Man walks into a lion's den oh <laughs> at God. a zoo and gets ripped apart. In Philadelphia. Yeah. In Philadelphia first of all, if you're in Philly, you're not walking into a lion's cage, all right? You're not. And if you are, it's the box the lion. I mean, it was so weird. And this is 2008. I didn't even know iPhones existed in 2008, but apparently they did. Yeah. He's like, my my brother just sent this to me. It's like, there's no way this would be streaming that well. Like, there was no YouTube. YouTube wouldn't even exist until fucking Dude, 2009. That shit was in 4K. <laughs> that was yeah. shot better than the movie was shot. Yeah. So weird. It's like, you know, most of the people in this movie still have a fucking flip phone. <laughs> like, smartphones yeah. are not that advanced. Yeah, oh my god, dude. And also, most of these phones didn't work. Like, yeah. no one... Like, the gap in logic from that. So, okay, also... Fast-forwarding towards the end of the movie. There is one kill in the movie that was, like, kind of... Like, it, it fucked me up a little bit. The the shotgun. Yeah, that was poor. I like those two kids. Yeah! They were like, alright with me. But also, where the plot... Like, Mark Wahlberg's just an idiot. You yeah. just assessed that the larger your group, the more likely you are to be targeted. Let's grab some more people. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, oh my god, that gun coming out. And I seen that in a trailer, and I didn't think that they would actually kill the kids. Fucking just blast this kid. Yeah, straight through the chest, and the other one gets his fucking head blown off, and then Mark Wahlberg sits there and... Talks to him like he's still alive when you can see the gaping hole in his skull. Looks at the house. What? <laughs> so, all right. They meet this old lady later on in the movie. And they go to go take shelter in her house. And out of nowhere, this lady, like, Mark Wahlberg's just looking around the house. She's like, 
Are you trying to rob me? Yeah, she's the craziest bitch in the fucking in the world that they just happen to stumble across. She's like, I guess it's my responsibility to feed you. And then the girl goes to take a fucking cookie that's right in front of her, and she smacks her fucking hand. And it's like, yeah. just John Leguizamo's little girl. And uh, she's like, don't take things that aren't yours. It's like, bitch, you said eat. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, okay, so I got to send you this after after we record. There is a dubstep remix of Mark Wahlberg's response to her when she's like, are you trying to steal from me? And he's like, what? No. <laughs> There's a whole three-minute dubstep song that goes harder than this movie. <laughs> like, it, I listened to it, and I was like, well, this is wonderful. This is great. This is better than the fucking movie is. You can also tell that the way that Mark Wahlberg's character talks in this movie is not the way that Mark Wahlberg talks. Because he's way too calm. Oh, yeah. He's not screaming. There's no fucking accent. No nothing. Like, this lady was batshit crazy. Then she was batshit crazy again. You somehow slept uh, in the same house as her, knowing she was crazy. And then the next morning, she's still acting crazy and screaming at you to get out of her house. And you're like, Mrs. Johnson, could we calmly talk about this? (laughs) That's been my... that's literally been me this entire movie. You're throwing off my acting. How she killed herself, too, is wild. Yeah, just walking around, smashing her heads into the fucking walls and through the windows and shit. Oh, my God, that was fucking rough. That took some time. <laughs> that, yeah, no, that, that, that was some shit right there. But this movie in general, guys, I'll be honest with you, I don't recommend it. I don't. I take back everything I said before. Don't watch this movie. This movie fucking, it's terrible. Yeah. So bad. And somehow she's affected, but the the other four, three of them aren't affected when they're yeah, in the like, same goddamn place. Mark Wahlberg <laughs> should have been infected every minute of this movie. They spent outside in a greenhouse, outside again. At the end of the movie, they just accept their fate. Like, imagine that. Me, you, and this kid who's not even mine. It's like, come here, sweetie. We're going to go die. What? Yeah, we need to be together. Sacrifice yourself so I can go be with my husband, a little girl I barely know. Oh my god, dude. And then, so, so speaking of the ending of this movie, the plants just decide, we're good, we're done. And I honestly think that yeah, two the, things happen. They just, it just only lasted for 25 hours? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah! Like, two things that I can think could happen. The plants were like, I feel bad for this little girl that she has to be around them. She's clearly the adult in the situation. Let's not take them out. And two, the plants are like, no, they're already too stupid. Just let <laughs> They'll take themselves out without any help. Dude, this movie is bad. Yeah. I'd like to personally apologize for recommending this movie. Uh, this is not a good choice, guys. It is a terrible fucking film. But it's a lot of fun to fuck with. I remember seeing the trailer for this and being like, this looks like shit. And then everybody went and saw it and was like, I can't believe it's garbage. I'm like, what do you mean you can't believe it's garbage? It looks like the worst film ever. Yeah, who who went to go see it opening night on a first date? I knew so many people that saw it in the theater and were like, yeah, it was bad. It was like, yeah, of course course it was bad. (laughs) Like, you couldn't tell by the trailer. The trailer tells you the whole movie. Well, Dude, I'll tell you right now. Honestly, this movie did freak me out a little bit. 
when I first saw it back in 08. It's a sophomore in high school. <laughs> I fucking, or junior in high school, took this girl on the first date to go see this movie. And like, yeah, I, I would have done the same if I was still in high school. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, I took her to go see it. She she loved the movie, so you know, obviously, no second date because why would you like this movie? But that scene with John Leguizamo, I was like, well, that's just I couldn't get that scene out of my head. I'm like, you didn't need to do that. Yeah, I wanted to see more to fun Leguizamo deaths. Like I want to see more fun deaths. More walking into a lion's den, laying in front of a lawnmower. More people like that. Like, I wanted to see some more fun deaths. Like, and here's the thing, too. The plants are overworking themselves. Why not just make them stop breathing? Yeah. You know what would have been scarier? Yeah, stop producing oxygen for a little bit. Yeah. You know what would have been scarier, actually? Like, I, I, I like what you said about making them kill each other. What if instead it just made everyone freeze? Yeah, it did whole... too. Like it was and, like, like fucking Professor Xavier. Dead. Yeah, like yeah. people were just dropping. Yeah. Or like they were killing or they were they were taking themselves out, but like not all at one time. Yeah. It would have been cool if like maybe they all froze and then their fucking heads exploded. Yeah. <laughs> that and, would and, never like, get old. That would be cool as shit though. Like if you think about it, they did this movie where instead everyone froze. And if you didn't freeze, it didn't affect you right now. But you at least know that it's hitting this area right now. We have to go. And some people don't freeze. So what? what is with that? There's no explanation. Some people yeah. seem to be immune to it. I mean, the guy on the lawnmower was just like, I'm done here. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, like in the beginning when the park, when everyone gets affected, that one girl's like, what's going on? Tiffany, can you hear me? Are you okay? <laughs> it's like, why isn't she affected? Because she's about to chopstick the shit out of herself. No, the other girl, the, her her friend was not affected. She was not frozen. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same thing happens at the end with the French guy. He's not frozen, but everybody else is. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, because they try to do like, they do like an after... Like an ending scene setting it up where the same thing happens to France. Here's yeah. some of my biggest pro- So, wrapping up the movie, because truth be told, we kind of talked about the entire movie at this point. Yeah. So, the ending of this film, here's, here's one of my things. They don't explain anything, really. The plants are killing them. But there's no reason why. They give some weird red herring in the beginning about the bees dying yeah the bees are disappearing where are all the bees their bodies aren't even like they vanish without a trace but they don't go into it like yeah like where their fucking bodies go they don't Some explain bee rapture yeah like dude this this is the becoming of christ like jesus christ dude they don't explain yeah, jesus why. Has returned. and no one is staying alive for this <laughs> so they don't explain anything anything about why it's happening just that it's happening mark Wahlberg has cracked this case five different times in this movie you have a botanist a scientist and they don't like they just figure out it's and happening a mathematician. and a mathematician which by the way fuck john leguizamo it's like guys let's let, let's stay distracted like, let's do a math problem 
Get out the car. Get the yeah. fuck out the car. Also, he's just like, you need statistics? I got a 66% chance of surviving. I'm like, well, based off of what? <laughs> like, you don't have any facts to back that up? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. People just talk. And, like, I need to see behind-the-scenes footage of this movie. For, like, because, like, I have to hear, like, how much this was ad-lib of stupid shit. I I want to know the number of times that the words great job are used when scenes are cut because there's not a single time that could have been true. Oh no, 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 no. But it not definitely happened. Oh, it was happening in this movie all over. It was saying great job to everyone who was bringing coffee to the fucking set directors. Yeah. That was about it. Like the amount of times Mark Wahlberg must have been like had to hear great job, Mark. Good stuff. <laughs> like, That's it, no Mark. Way, way to way to do it. Way to do it, bud. Yeah. Dude, That's why we pay you the big bucks? No big bucks for you, Mark. None. No. None. Dude, not I, for this one. No. This movie, terrible, fucking terrible, terrible, terrible movie. But I honestly, I have nothing else on this movie. I don't, because nothing happens in a movie called The Happening. Yep, nothing is happening. That's what's happening. Honestly, but, we made yeah. this movie sound way more, like, we made this movie sound way more fun than the actual movie is. Yeah, yeah, this is a much better way to spend your time than to watching that movie. Uh, we gotta rate this son of a bitch. So what Ooh. should our rating system be for this week? Not Killer Plants, that's too easy. How many be scientific douchebags? I was gonna say how many how many craftsmen lawnmowers? That's a line of dialogue in this movie where he goes, "Be scientific, douchebag," talking to himself. Yeah. Um. Fuck everyone in this movie, especially yeah. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Did he have I'm, an appearance in this? He always yeah, has an appearance. In he shows movie, up in the beginning. Does he? I didn't yep. see him. Uh, he's either a construction worker or a cop. Oh really? He's one of them, but he's in the movie in the beginning. I would have edited myself out personally, but you know that's just me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, rating system. Uh, honestly, I would like to. I would like to go uh, murder mowers on this one. We can go murder mowers. You're the guest. You get to pick. All right, cool, cool, cool. So uh, this murder mower has zero gas in the tank. I will literally <laughs> give this a one. And the only reason I'll give this a one is because no matter what, Zoe Deschanel was always an adorable person to see, and she's such a pol- she's such a nice human being. I will give it a one. Yeah, I'm giving it a one too. I did not give a fuck about this movie. <laughs> no, no. I honestly would like a redo on picking the movie it'll be better i promise next time you don't go for laughs you pick something good (laughs) next time i'm picking the godfather too but just the scene with the horse (laughs) or break that horse scene down for an hour hell yeah well thanks for coming on and doing this buddy this was awesome oh yeah dude this has been this has been great this is uh this is the pregame to your boy red fox coming on the high on horror this is just to let you guys know that I'll pick terrible movies and the next movie is going to be better. It's going to be a Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street remake. Oh, there we go. Well, it's terrible, but I have some fun shit to say about it. Yeah, that's that's a notorious bad movie, but I've only seen it once, so I don't know how I really feel about it. I own the Steelbook FYE Collector's Edition of oh, it. God. 
I hate this. It's also notoriously a bad movie, though. So you're doing it again. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, I bought it for five bucks on clearance, dude. I didn't pay full price. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the guy was like, "Yo, take this. Just, yeah. just please do it." I'm trying to get rid of them. <laughs> like, dude, I'm buying the Disney remake of Dumbo, and you want this too? Please <laughs> take it. The only movie in the store that's not security locked. Every some every time someone trips, they conveniently slide three copies out into the hallway. Look what we found on them. Oh, that movie's a nightmare, but I wouldn't mind talking about it. Hell That's yeah. all I got for this. Cool. Well, tell everyone where they can find you again. Oh, not Don't a problem. Pluggies. So, let me go ahead and pull out the multi-outlet for all the plugs I got to hit. So, guys, this has been your boy Red Fox. Host of Night Living Podcast. It's we are Philly Pop Culture Podcast, and we talk about all kinds of fun shit. So come through. We just did an episode called Predator versus the World, and it's been a fun time. We're also doing all the Resident Evil games uh, on our Player Select series. You can find me over at Super Slack. Oh, you can find Night Living Podcast on Twitter at Night of the LP. You can catch me talking all that spooky shit over on Super Slash Bros Podcast, where I will have the entire cast of Highland Horror on at some point in time. I'm collecting them like Thanos, looking for the goddamn Infinity Gems. <laughs> Infinity Gems? Are they the gems? Stones. Yeah. They're gems in the comic book. Okay, the Infinity Stoners. I'm collecting them just like it. Hell yeah. Uh, you can catch that over on Twitter at Super Slash Pod, and you can catch me drinking all the beers, talking all the video games over at the Drunken Gamers Podcast at Drunken Gamer Pod on Twitter, and you'll find me on everyone else's podcasts because I'm like a zombie; you just can't keep me down. Hell yeah, buddy! Love it. Can't wait to have you back on. Can't wait oh, to be back on your shows. It's gonna be a fun time. Spooky season's in full effect, guys. It's happening. More oh, than yeah. the, this movie was. The best time of the year. I love it. Well, Josh, uh, thank find... you for having me on, man. Hell yeah, my dude. This has been a fucking fun time. Honestly, this is the perfect, perfect movie for there to just be the two of us. Because really, what is there to say about this movie other than it is so not happening? Yeah, Chris and Miles, you were spared. <laughs> you didn't have to do this. I did You're this welcome. for you guys. That's my new this. <laughs> I suffered, so you shall prosper. <laughs> yes, yes. He... Just like me, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Might His have to holy make a Jesus t-shirt. <laughs> Honestly, if Jesus showed up at the end of this movie when they're all standing there in the field, I don't need an explanation. No problem. This is a five out of five banger. It's Beejus. <laughs> it's Beejus. He just comes through. Ah, 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 ah. Staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> oh my god yes be be just please save us all this movie gets one out of five be yeah but yeah you can find this show on twitter facebook instagram everywhere at h on h pod check out our merch on our threadless store uh h on h pod.threadless.com and uh we will be back next time but until then remember life is short so why not get high on horror? Oh, horror. Yeah. You